Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Rolling it to hour number three, Barton Hahn, Alan Hahn, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN on a football Friday, the last one of the year. Super Bowl weekend is ahead. Final hour of the show. Garrett Wilson will join us at the bottom of the hour. We'll get into some Knicks here at 800-919-3776 with you. But first, Bart, of course, it is the final football Friday, hour number three, Barton Hahn. What's that mean? For me, it's the retire hour, 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 Seventy percent of the juice will be provided to you by Alan Hun. I guess you're going to take over the hosting duties, which makes life so much easier for me. I can just sit back and check my mail and eat. Basketball is my favorite sport, and I don't have to worry about anything. You're just going to take care of all that. The Power Hour is brought to you by Avocado Green Mattress Sleep. Natural. Uh, happy birthday today, by the way, Bart Scott, to Joe Pesci. Hmm. How old do you think he is? Uh, Joe Pesci is probably about 66. Higher, Bob. Higher, Bob. 72? Higher, Bob. Damn, older than my mom? 75? 75? Yeah. Who's older, him or Danny DeVito? Um, I don't know. They both know. like little micro mini pimps. Yes. But Joe Pesci is 81 years old today. Damn. Yeah, he's actually older than Danny DeVito. Damn. Yeah, Danny DeVito is 79. He went, Danny DeVito must not eat his. Danny um, DeVito's looked old even when he was young, though. Right. When he's on taxi, he looked old. (laughs) When he was on taxi, he looked 50 years old, right? Like, damn, son. But still, Joe Pesci, a a beloved. Is he not a beloved actor? All of five foot four, but yet packed a punch, literally, in so many of the roles. Wow. Obviously, Goodfellas, uh, Home Alone. Uh, casino, my cousin Vinny. How many times do I still breathing? He's how many times breathing. do I, I? I love that movie, my cousin Vinny. I mean, there's just so many different roles that he has played, and um, he could be funny. Um, there's just you know, like you got to love him. Newark, New Jersey's own. What do you mean funny? It's like funny how? Explain. Ah, that's see, you caught on. That's exactly what I was talking about. But there's a lot of different things that, that he was in, even when he wasn't the main character. That's what I love about him. No? I love me some you got, you got nothing? Lethal Weapon? Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. Whatever you need, whatever you need. Damn, just think he was Leo, 60 back then. Yes. He, he was 60 back then. Um, No. Uh, that's 30 <laughs> years ago, so he was... Yeah, yeah, you're right, though. <laughs> he was actually 50. He was, he was 50, like 50 years old <laughs> when he was playing that role. Damn. <laughs> Leo How old is Danny Glover? <laughs> Dude was back there with Harpo. <laughs> I just love that character, though. I mean, I understand he also, like, he was really good at playing the mob guy. He was always good at playing those different things. Yeah. Uh, the Irishman, you know, that was out fairly recently that he was in that with um, De Niro. I mean, that was so good. 
But yeah, it's, I, it's, I, see, but I've never seen him play an old man. I would like, I would have liked to seen him play an old man. Like we've seen Robert De Niro play grandpa, old man stuff. like yeah. that. he's always played like the mob guy. You never knew how old he was. I always I wish he could have been somebody's old grandpa or something like that, or like um, Saint Vincent with um, Bill Murray, right? Where you play the old guy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or Tom Hanks where he's the neighbor of a guy. What that is. I wish we could have seen him say the old guy. But I, you know, I'm happy birthday to him, and I hope all is well. Hope he's in good health and good spirits. Yeah, just so, again, beloved actor. No question about it. All right, so last night, again, Garrett Wilson, bottom of the hour, getting ready for him, but just a few minutes here on the Knicks because it has been a hot story of late. And last night was expected. They lost. They they had eight guys in the lineup and ended up finishing the game with only seven. And Jalen Brunson didn't play. That was expected. They're considering him day-to-day with this ankle. And... In the game, another injury concern came up, and that is Isaiah Hartenstein. Um, I don't know what the extent of it is right now, but he left the game with what he's dealing with, with this Achilles problem that I'm trying to figure out exactly. Like, I actually looked it up because it was something that I've never heard of before. I don't know if you have. Achilles tendinopathy? Have you heard of that before? Just tendonitis of the Achilles, man. But it's in the heel, yeah, and they yeah. say that it's from overuse. Yeah, it's and, the, and it's really coming from the calf. It's not really coming from the Achilles. The Achilles is the end part. When your hamstrings get tight, it pulls on your calves. When your calves get tight, it pulls on your Achilles. I don't know if he's a flat-footed guy. Probably got to get some insoles. They said that. They said one of the treatments, right? One of the treatments is um, is orthotics to put in the sneakers that takes the stress off. Because it forces him to have an arch. A lot of us have flat feet, no arch. So, like, they right. have to put that in there to force your arch. But then you have to get used to it because your feet start cramping because your feet's in a different um, setting than it's used to be in. It's like when people make you sit up straight and your right. back get tight at the top. But, uh, but to Why me. Why don't you just ask me, man? I should just be the doctor. Like, like, you just, and by the way, we'll get to the OG stuff that you, you predicted as well. But, like, there's three games left before the All Star break. Saturday, they play the Pacers, and there's two road games next week, and then that's it. Yeah, and the the prognosis is not like oh he needs surgery he needs I'll say that. two weeks rest two to three weeks rest. well he missed two games in January with this but then came back and he just started playing again and he's playing a ton of minutes as a starting center yeah but the thing is is like the only the only uh, thing you need to do is yeah. rest it's rest and ice yeah he there's will. no other treatment for it and so do you shut him down? So that at the other side of the All-Star break, you try to get yourself as whole as possible. And when March comes, you want to see if you can get, like, you know, get when does Randall come in? Because, like, the news the news yesterday with the trades were great. But you and I were off the air when around 5 o'clock, the Knicks announced that OG Ananobi had exactly what you said when I told you about his elbow issue and the inflammation he was dealing with. And you said, oh, that's easy. You just go in. It's a little scope. Clean it up, and he'll be back in a couple of weeks. That's what you said. That's literally what they said. And he'll be reevaluated in three weeks. That he had this procedure that I guess he had a bone spur or, or something was forming in his elbow. They cleaned it out, and then it's a matter now of three weeks. Well, three weeks takes you – that includes the All-Star week off. So it's really two weeks of missing games, which, again, if you're doing the math, there's only two games, three games left here. So he might miss a minimal amount of games and come back and you hope is healthy and then ready to play at the level he was playing before uh, the, the elbow issue started. So if you can get him, Hartenstein, you got to get the, that, that foot right so it's no longer bothering him. He had a misstep in the game, 
and and they just they took him out. They didn't play him in the second half. And then obviously it's the question marks about Randall, who is going to be reevaluated. What was the reevaluation again? What did we say? Um, was it was it two it was to three weeks? Two to three weeks, yeah. Wasn't it something pretty short, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, two three weeks. Yeah. But remember, it was reevaluated in two to three right. weeks, and that, of course, is going to come around the same time that OG Ananobi is going to be reevaluated. So if if you if you're doing the math, mid March is when this team should be as close to whole as possible, and then that leaves you with a month of games left before the playoffs to begin. Get the chemistry, yeah. yeah, to get the chemistry back. So while the injuries are piling up, and they they definitely concern me. And the one guy you really can't afford to lose is Hartenstein because they don't really have any other answer at center because Mitchell Robinson has been out. And, you know, again, it's it's a long shot that he'll come back this year. You know, there's there's thought that he's going to give it a try and they're going to let him try. But I'm going to put that as a long shot mm-hmm. because he's a big man with a foot issue. And I would really worry about it. And he gets big, too. And what? He gets big, too. So we don't know, like, how much weight he's put on, which makes it even harder. Oh, that part. Well, they, you know, look, you don't let him on the floor unless he's in physical shape to be able to to do it. But he's running on the alter G, like that. He's not even running with full body weight yet. So there's a long way to go for him. But Hartenstein's been great at center, and if you lose him, you don't have anything. And now the trade deadline's passed, so you can't go out and get somebody. This is the roster, you know. This is Norman Dale with Hoosiers. This is your team, and a lot of people have looked at this team on paper and say this is one of the deepest teams in the league. And that's why people like Kendrick Perkins and many others, Zach Lowe is even on the Knicks right now. He's even on the Knicks. So you've got a lot of people who are who believe that this team could make a run, and the one thing that could stop them, beside the Boston Celtics, is their health. Is can they get can they get healthy? And that has to probably come in March. So the next couple of weeks are going to be a little dicey. The good news is Brunson is considered day to day. And I would have sat him out last night regardless because they were they were a skeleton crew playing against a Dallas Mavericks team that had Luka and Kyrie in the lineup. You had nobody available. It, you would DiVincenzo had to play 40-something minutes. Deuce McBride played 45 minutes. You know, you didn't want to play Brunson all those minutes in a game that you, you had very little chance of winning. Right. But it was an eight-point game with three minutes to go. So they put up the fight. TFZ. Brunson, get in, just dressing, just in case. Throw, throw the uniform on and go out there. Can't get us a bucket. But I mean, they had they had a guy named Charlie Brown playing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but still, that's the that's the state of where the Knicks are right now. And right now, short term, I would just let everybody know: couch your expectations short term because they did a ton of winning, but they're going through injuries right now. Understand, there'll probably be a little turbulence now when it comes to the wins and losses before they get healthy again. But it's more important that they're healthy when it matters most, which is when we go into April, than it is right now. And so, uh, you know, like just expect that you're going to go through a little turbulence right now, despite the fact that everybody's saying all these nice things about your team and that they do, they just made a trade that gives you some depth. Now we'll see if Bogdanovich and, and Burks come in and can help you, you know, get through this. That's great. But I don't anticipate that these are guys that are all of a sudden just going to come in and the winning's going to continue. You're going to miss Ananobi. You're going to miss Randall. There's no two ways about it. You just got to get through it. Let's take Jacob in Union. What's up, Jacob? How's it going, guys? Thanks Good. for taking my call. You got it. Um, so I was at the game last night for my birthday, and sadly Brunson did not play. But like you said, they put up a good fight, and the energy in the garden was good. Um, and it sounds like you're 
of the mindset that it's kind of just get through this stretch until everyone's healthy in March. But yes. I want to know how valuable you think, you know, DiVincenzo getting 20-shot games is and things like that, if that'll translate better for when they're healthy or if, you know, the roles get taken up too much where this part is really just about getting through it. No, repeat that again. So, so what what were you asking me? I just wanted to, do you see if there's like do you see a big benefit to some of these guys like Divincenzo Hart getting oh, okay. more minutes, bigger role for when they go back to you know more of a secondary role, or is it just about getting getting the the team whole? I mean, um, by now, yeah, those two guys by now, especially Divincenzo. I mean, he had another thirty point performance last night, another seven three pointers. Like he has been amazing. He's played great. So you've already yeah, seen dog. like like I think what he's done. Is he's kind of calmed those concerns about you know who do you play next to Brunson? I, I think those two are terrific in the backcourt together, and he can defend. So he's kind of quieted the whole idea that the starting five needs this, needs that. I think that I I really do. I, I think he's earned himself the starting role, and he he's uh, there's no reason to consider anybody else. Now Hart, yeah, you got to play him off the bench. So the the minutes that I'm concerned with Hart is because he also has like this chronic knee thing that he has admitted that he has to play through a lot. Now, he had another triple-double last night, so he's still playing well. But it's, you know, that you always wonder, like, can we can we just, we want to get his minutes dialed down so that his energy, which is the best part of his game, is something that we can continue to, to utilize, right, as a team. So that's something yeah. that I, I concerns me. I don't think either one of them have anything to prove. Deuce McBride has taken advantage of the time, and maybe he becomes somebody that you say, you know, he's played really well, he's really emerged, and maybe he's part of your playoff rotation, but that remains to be seen with what Alec Burks brings to the table. But, you know, I don't think there's anything anybody needs to prove right now, Jacob, other than just getting healthy, in my opinion. Thanks for the call. Like the next couple of games, Bart, before the All-Star break, Pacers at Rockets at Magic. Then you come out of the All-Star break, you're at Philly – Right, they won't be. They won't have Embiid. Then you got to play the Celtics. Like those first two games at the All Star break. Like when you look at these games, could you lose four of the next five? You could. It could happen. You got to be able. You know, again, these are this is the turbulence but, I'm talking about. Yeah, but those that you pass to be losing too because Philly going to be losing. So it's not like they're going to be gaining ground on you. So well, that game at Philly some- becomes a big game, a huge game, out of the, out of the All Star break. And then Boston at home on a on a Saturday night on ABC, like that's that's a big time game, and you're not going to have your pieces back yet in that game. So you're still not going to really be able to say, "Oh, we could like the litmus test you're looking for that ain't coming." Yeah, like you're not going to have that test, and you won't see the Celtics again the rest of this. Oh, yes, you will in Boston, April 11th. Will that game matter in the standings? That's the only time that you could say, will they be fully healthy by April 11th at Boston? And can we say, you know what? That's a good litmus test. Let's see what they, how they well, match up with the Celtics. I think, I think that's disadvantaged Boston because you won't get to see how the rotations are for this next team that you played in the first game of the season. So that may throw you off. You, so if you see them in the playoff series, it may you know, not prepare you for what it's like. I don't think you ever really know until you get to a playoff series – like the matchups, because again, you know how it is in the NBA. Some nights this guy didn't play, that guy didn't play, but in the playoffs, everybody plays. But again, out of the break, Sixers, Celtics, and then and then you go back on another homestand: Pistons, Pelicans, Warriors, to finish the month. And then 
you see the Cleveland Cavaliers for the first time in a long time, and they're tearing up the league. That's something to think about as well. How does that game, by March 3rd, would you have at least OG back? You know, like that's what you're trying to figure out. Then another homestand. Hawks, Magic, and then a home series with the Sixers. Those games are going to be huge. Then a West Coast road trip, which is not a killer, but, you know, I mean, it's still a tough game. You know, uh, Portland, Kings, Golden State, and then you finish against the Nuggets. So Denver kind of like, oh, remember when we came to you at the end of our trip? Now it's your turn. So the good news is, though, we play your Pistons a lot, which is nice. You're welcome. You yacht of Pistons <laughs> East. I'm just saying. But I'm looking at it like – You better they, watch out. They're streaking, baby. Don't be hating. No, uh, actually, uh, you know, we'll see how these things go. We'll see how Quentin Grimes plays for them as well. But I'm just looking at the schedule, and I'm wondering, like, what point in March will they finally be as close to whole as possible, you know, with even Randall giving it a shot and OG back from the elbow stuff, and now you can really get a sense of what they are. But I don't think we're going to see it for a couple of weeks. And so I just want everybody to just be ready for it. Like, don't expect, like – all right, they made this trade. Now they're going to go on a tear. They've had a tear. Now, unfortunately, there's some wear and tear, and they got to get through it. So it's it could be a minute, and I don't want everybody to just start freaking out because you're not going to see this team and what they really can be, at least for a couple of weeks. But that's why the All-Star break coming up now is important. Uh, Big Al is in Patterson and wants to help you out with Puerto Rico. Go ahead, Big Al. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for taking my call. Fart, pleasure, harness, a pleasure. Just to, just to piggyback a little bit on Puerto Rico, I want to back it up a little bit with a Super Bowl question. So Isaiah Pacheco, obviously of Puerto Rican descent, if he has 80-plus yards rushing, which is something that I heard, do you give the Chiefs a little bit of a better chance at winning this Super Bowl? That's going to come down to explosives. I mean, they, they have a great chance to win the Super Bowl. I think they're the favorite, in my opinion. I think you know Vegas is doing something funky with the books, but you know, watching – uh, San Francisco's defense last couple of weeks against the run, you know, and knowing that you have to try and protect, you know, um, you know, light boxes, getting a lot of light boxes. I'll see how they choose to match up against Kansas City, who's been coming out with these two tight end sets. So it's going to be interesting, the, the personnel matchups and, you know, what pressure packages we have after. Because I think Spagnola tries to come after Purdy and rattle him. Yeah, but I think, you know, Kansas City should be the favorite. And I think in most experts' mind, they are. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Now, huh, just to have a little fun with you, I represent players, and that's why I was talking about the Puerto Rico thing. I actually represent a former Nick who you're very familiar with that's still playing in Puerto Rico. I mean, if I could say his name, if it's all right with you guys. No, we don't care. Sure. I don't, I don't. Uh, uh, Ronaldo Volkman. Oh, yeah, Remember Ronaldo of course. Volkman? Yes. Yeah, he's still, playing, he's still playing in Puerto he's Rico. He's still playing. Good Crap. for him. Yeah, Crafty veteran, crafty veteran. He plays for a team, the Guaynabo mentioned. Obviously, Puerto Rico, it was a good circuit last year. DeMarcus Cousins was there. Mm -hmm. uh, Hassan Whiteside, Brandon Knight. So the league is on the upswing. So anything you have to, you, you know, anything you want to know about Puerto Rico, by all means, ask the screener for my phone. Throw me a text. I'll give you a text. But uh, it was interesting that, you know, Mateo didn't get a chance to finish. But based on what you were saying with the properties and stuff, you're right in the neighborhood. You know what I mean? But it depends on where you're going, too. If you're in the San Juan area, of course, it's going to be a little bit more pricey. But mm -hmm. you get the outskirts, which is what you really want to see is the outskirts. Then you're going to get the bang for your buck. So I'm talking about Bart's already Second getting ready. Day of my best life in the sun. It's yeah. been real, Han. <laughs> <laughs> Big Al, appreciate you, man. Yeah. And, and, and say what's up to, to Ronaldo, too. He was one of the good guys. He was – he was, a, he was a, a lot of fun when he was around back in those days. 
800-919-3776. Rich is in North Carolina on Joe Pesci. What's up, Rich? Hey, Alan. How are you? I grew up in Valley Stream, and a good friend of mine in high school is Jim Brewer, who played Joe Pesci and Goat Boy on Saturday Night Live. And when Joe hosted, Jim was terrified that Joe was going to come after him because of his impression. Do you so remember the scene, the, the the famous scene where it's it's uh he it was Jim Brewer and who who was doing De Niro? They were together. They were they were, and then all of a sudden Pesci and De Niro come out on the stage, and it was like this crazy moment. But they got stuck in the elevator together. Oh and wow! Jim was like, "Oh my god!" I mean, what's he going to say? And <laughs> Joe was nothing but nice to Jim about the whole thing. He yep. loved. His impression of him. So I figured I'd give you a quick call and uh, he, yeah. he didn't put the ice pick. Started. He put the ice pick to his juggler. Yeah. No, no. Yep. It's, see, the thing with Joe Pesci is what people don't realize is that the characters that he played, it's not really his personality. Like, he's actually a really humble. Like he's a humble dude. Like and again, a lot of actors are like that. They, they play fan. the role. Don't ruin, don't ruin my fantasy, man. I, I, no, I, I want to be a mob guy. That's all I want to do. <laughs> When he won the Oscar, he just said like that, like the honor is mine or something like that, and that was it. He didn't have some long speech. He didn't know any of that stuff. He just he, the last thing he wanted to do was be up there at the podium. He just took it and left. Yeah, killers have um, they they don't speak a lot of words. What I say about Leon Rose? Bill G's moving Tony. silence, right? Yeah, That's I speak it. Tony. Yeah, all right, eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. So Garrett Wilson's coming up next. We'll catch up with the Jets wide receiver on all the things with it going on in the NFL Super Bowl experience, what he sees in the game, and Woody Johnson's comments kind of puts an edict on the franchise. How's he feel about that? All that is coming up. Stay with us, Barton Hop, ninety eight seven ESPN. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. It looks like a junior suite. Don't tell on them. With the extra Don't California tell king. It's time now for Garrett Wilson to join us. Is that a stripper pole in the back? Wait, wait, what? Oh, I'm sorry. You don't need to do this. Try to see. See, back in the day, see, back in the day, son, we used to, we used to go get that, um, 
we just go with the the ones that the uh, Maloofs used to own off the strip. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the palms, baby. You get that court. Oh. You get you, you get the, you get the suite with the basketball court in it. You know what I'm saying? With the with the with the swimming pool hanging off. You know what I'm saying? You probably get that now for like ten cents on a dollar, baby. You know what I'm saying? Because they got. The, oh man, did they open the Fountain Blue out there yet, Garrett? Is that official? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ooh. the Fountain Blue is nice. Oh, that's what that's where I mean, for people that are out there that don't know, the Fountain Blue was legendary down that's where Liv is down in Miami. They opened one up in Vegas, probably about two hundred milli to build that thing, son. Oh man, to they be say a more than wall. I mean, they say it's more than that. Yeah, I see you got I see you got that Prince mustache lined up too, you know what I'm saying? You know you gotta be around that work. Yeah, buddy. How's everything, man? How's everything out there? You why are you a troublemaker right now? Um, Everything's good, man. Just just running around, busy. That's is all. Is this your first cool. Super Bowl? Like, it's a lot of cash to be made out there. You know what I mean? But how does it feel to go out there and get the level of respect? Because I know that's really what it's all about, being amongst your peers, but the level of respect that you get from the old players and also the, the new young players. Um, yeah, I mean, that's what's cool about it. You know, um, I get to meet all these great, you know, people that are, you know, great players as well that I watch and, and you know, idolize in my own way and – um, you know, to to talk to them and, and sometimes it'd be reciprocated is cool and um, just to, you know, really be able to build, you know, the network and, and um, all the people that I've, you know, come across to this point have been awesome and, you know, that this league is really special and, and staying together and, um, yeah, man, you know, I feel like that's been the vibes while we've been down here just getting to know everybody else around the league and, and enjoying the time we're spending together. I mean, have you been able to – be in contact. I know they're a little older than you, but you think about Chase Young, you think about um, Nick Bosa being o-, o State guys. You know, just, you know, uh, maybe this isn't the week to do that, but to be able to kind of get the vibe of what it's like to be a part of this weekend, you know, and, and selfishly get a little jealous, like, man, I, I got to be a part of something like this. I, 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 You get that itch, like, man, this is what it's all about, right? Um, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm not going to the game or nothing. I'm just here for the um, for the marketing opportunity. So it's just one of them things where I'm saving that for when I'm when I'm playing in it. But yeah, you know, I, I have an idea of what it would be like, and you got to go win the game. Make sure you know them. I'm sure they're making sure they locked in, and um, you know, not counting nothing in their pocket before they before it's in there. You know, it's like one of them things where I'm sure they locked in. They don't even want to hear the phone rings right now. But uh, but. Uh, but yeah, you know, I, I obviously this is what it's all about is, is being here and being at the top of your sport. This, let me this, let me let me, add, let me jump game. in. Let me okay. jump in. Let me jump in. Double because dunk. you said something kind of in passing that Bart just completely accepts because he understands it because you guys are a different level, your players. But I think people listening are going to want to know why wouldn't you go to the game? Like what? Like and I, I get. It. I, I know it's a it's a naive question for me to ask, but I'm asking it because it's probably a lot of people that are like. Wait, you're not going to the game? What what is it like why wouldn't you go? Why wouldn't you want to see it and feel it and Mm-mm. and and be in the moment and look around going like this is I, I want to be part of this. Like what is it about that? Cuz I see Bart's face that he's making. And Gary, you said it so like in in like just like I'm not going to the game. And I think people don't understand that. So if you could try to explain both of you can try to explain why why going to the game is not something that interests you. Um, yeah, I mean, it's for me, like, you know, it's just not um, an interest for, for multiple reasons. And it's like, it's like, you know, there's there's a 
um, I guess, expectation when you get to the get to the NFL that, you know, you think that it, before your career is out, you know, you know, obviously it's an honor to, to get there, but you think you're going to get there. And um, you kind of want to save all that all that energy and those vibes that you, you would feel, I would assume, if you went to the game. You don't want to save that for his natural. When it's natural and you're playing in it, it's how I feel about it. Um, yeah, you, yeah, you earn your way to that game. You don't buy yeah, your way exactly. to that game. I don't want to see nobody else be happy. Hell, if, whenever I didn't win or I was eliminated, I hope the game was canceled. Hope they find out that both teams are using steroids and everybody forfeit the season. Nobody want to see somebody else be happy and raise a trophy. That's like watching somebody take your the the girl that you wanted and he win and then he they get married and have kids. Hell no. Well, I didn't say you have to stay to the end and for the uh, you know, I'm not the, going the presentation of the Lombardi, but I mean, you don't want to at least say first half, like kind of like this of is what it looks like, this is what it feels. You want your first you know experience to be when you're on the field. Is that what that uh, is? You know yeah, exactly. and honestly, the broadcasts always do a good job of making things, you know, seem more lit than they actually are. So I enjoy watching on, on TV, honestly, because, you know, throughout the season, like anytime I watch our Jet games on TV, I'm like, wow, they, they, you know, they do a good job with this. You know, like it's cool to see on TV sometimes. I'm trying to find a sucker to buy my buy my tickets that I get for being a player. Who wants these tickets, baby? They going for $20,000 per letter on the word. See, this, is, this also shows you our relationship. He's never once does. has offered me. Like, hey, I get I get these two. I'm not using them. You want to go? You want you want to take your son? You want to go to the game? Never once is he offered. That's like that's so. like asking me for now twenty thousand. That's like asking me for twenty thirty thousand dollars, son. What you talking about, B? These hmm. these this is new Roth IRA I can buy with this friends, thirty. Is what I'm saying. Buy me a Roth IRA right. with this thirty thousand, baby. Buy me some Google stock. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. But like, here's another part of it, though, Gary, because you said you like watching on TV, and there's something Bart and I – and this is one thing we do agree on. I did call a Super Bowl, by the way, for people that don't know that. I was, you know, you know, the announcers for a Super Bowl, you know, Super mm-hmm. Bowl 50, 50, the golden one. Yeah. With Beyonce. Mm-hmm. I almost took her from Jay, but my bank account went long enough. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> you said, Garrett, that, you know, like you like watching on TV. Bart and I agree on this. I wonder if you're the same way. I have been to some Super Bowl parties in my life, and I hate them. I'd rather watch the game on my own. I'm much happier just chilling, focus on the game. I don't need to have a million conversations about it. I tend to get more into the game when it's just me at home, on the couch. Yes, snacks, the whole thing, but I'm not a big Super Bowl party guy. You? No, no. I uh, went to some growing up, and yeah, like you said, you don't really get to watch the game. Everybody talking over it, you know. Like I like hearing the broadcast a little bit. I like hearing what they say. You know, I got my opinion too. So, I'll, you know, weigh weigh in depending on what they're talking about. But yeah, you know, it makes makes for some fun watching it on the broadcast. Yo, yo, Gary, he got to tighten that split up, right, Gary? He got to move that split in when he running that seven <laughs> route. You know, when I used to play in high school, bro, like yo, I almost went to the league, man. You know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying? I had gout in my in my toenail. My toenail fell off, and I couldn't run the comeback no more. So that killed me because I was a comeback game, b. Like, like, bro, I don't want to hear about your guts. All and the glory, Uncle Ricos like, that are up, sitting bro. around you, right? Like Garrett, bro. I was a wild, I was a wild out like you, Garrett. Now I wasn't as fast as you, but Garrett, you know we we both run the same style. Now you understand, so I know that you I, know I what I'm talking nothing. about, right? Let these people nothing. know. I ain't like never that. dropped nothing. Like, that's man, what they want. Up, they want man. the validation of a professional athlete just nodding their head, like, "Yeah, you're right." See, I told you. I said, "See, Garrett knows." See, Garrett knows. Now nah, I know. You told like that's that that's the part of also the party you can't stand either. But yeah, I just nah. like I just want to be able to focus on the game. Yeah, exactly. I stay away from all that. You know, I try to at least, um, and uh, I think I'll, I think I'll be at home alone watching this one for sure. So, now, do you do you crank up the speakers? Yeah. Do you do you do the whole like the whole home theater thing? 
Are you big on that? Because Bar watches it on a, on a on a twelve inch uh, a black and white, old school. <laughs> uh, no, I mean I have a nice TV and just play my music, have the broadcast on too, um, and just vibe out, watch the game, man. You know, get some food. Had a dog running around outside. You know, chill stuff. Now speaking now, now now speaking of Super Bowl of the game, your owner Woody Wood is starting to apply a little pressure. Mm. He said he don't expect no seven game season. He ain't, ain't what he signed up for. He put, it sounds like he put a mandate on to winning. So hopefully this means we pushing all the chips into the middle. I don't know if you've heard those comments, but he says seven ain't gonna get it. It'd be some changes if we win seven. So how do you feel about that? And are you excited that the pressure is on because pressure busts pipes, but it also make dimes and you shining, boy. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's uh, you know, one of them things that's understood. You know, if when seven games of expectation, you know, what are we doing? You know, so, um, you know, it's kind of one of them things where, you know, I, I, that was already understood for me. Um, you know, I I feel like, you know, I, we go get eight games, that still ain't enough. You feel <laughs> me? So nine ain't enough, you know? So, like, you know, that's just what comes with. That's how we, we have to be. You know, we go out and um, – But coming from leadership, know. but coming from leadership, how do you feel coming from leadership? Because I feel like that's setting – that's setting the tone. That's setting the tone for Joe Douglas. Like, yo, you better get this draft right and you better figure out this free agency. But also it's setting the tone for Salah. Like, either you produce this year or it's been real. Um, I mean, yeah, you know, that's, that's you know, the standard that, um, you know, people in the NFL are held to. You know, we got a job to do. We have to do it well and, and you know, relative to our competition. And when, when – uh, you know, when we don't take care of business, that's that's kind of how it goes. So, you know, him saying it is, you know, that's that's for y'all, I guess. That's just me. I'm I'm chilling. You know, that's that's understood. And, you know, like, like he said, I wouldn't be happy with seven either. So basically you're saying this that's not news to me. That's not news to us because he doesn't have to say that for us to already have thought that. Is that what you're saying? Like, we're all making a big deal. Yeah, like, I didn't know. Like, I didn't see the report. But, like, you know, that's to me, that's like, you know. Obviously, you know, of course, while we, we, you know, why we be stuck in, in, uh, in neutral in that case, you know, yeah, you yeah. gotta, gotta push it. You gotta go. But what I'm saying is he didn't say that last year, this year he said, but it, yeah, I guess. But like, you know, that's, uh, it was understood last year too. We didn't go out and do it. So like, if he did say it, he probably, you know, we, he would have had to stand on it. That's he probably happy. He ain't said hey, he you, did you, say you, we need a quarterback. He did say that last year. And said we need a backup quarterback. No, the, no, no. I'm saying last year. Oh, yeah, that's true. He said we got to get ourselves a veteran quarterback, and then they went out and got Aaron Rodgers. So he did last year. Did did have a little bit of a of a of a edict feel to it, but obviously this year it's a matter of you know if if that guy's healthy. The last thing on this because I want to get into the game with you, Gary. Get some of your analysis out, but give us a sense of what the room and the like. I, I'm sure you guys still talk in different levels, your teammates and stuff like that. Like is is that is that the mentality of a lot of the guys on the team that, okay, that year's behind us, but that can't happen again? Like, there is there that kind of a sense among the players? Yeah, no, everyone's tired of having a losing season. Um, you know, we, we you know, that's, uh, I mean, it started in, you know, as soon as it was over, we can't have this going again. As soon as we lose again, this can't happen again, you know. And then um, throughout the offseason, you know, it's kind of, we, we we rest on, you know, we got to approach it in a certain way to get better at what we do. You know, you kind of use that as motivation, but um, that's not the, 
you know, the focus or anything. It's just how can we get better? We know that's not, you know, what, we, what we're here to do. Everyone here is ultimate competitive. It wants to win games, um, wants to be at the top of their sport. And, you know, that's 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 really it. You know, we're going to come out here and we're going to go out and, and do what we can to win every game because, you know, that's how we're wired. So, um, yeah, you know. You know, Vegas is legendary, and a lot of great things happen in Vegas. You know, you think about hangover, you know, all the stuff that happens out there, man. Did I see some, some new ink on your bicep, man? Did you get inspired? Me? Like you, you uh, like, like you got some new ink on your, on your gun. No, nah, I had this since uh, my last year of high school. Okay. But until uh, the wheels fall off, it's just uh, TT. Uh, okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Vegas is a, is a you know great place for doing stuff like that. I, I don't. I you wouldn't. And if you got excited, if last night was a hell of a night, you got a tiger on your ass or something. <laughs> nah, nah. All right, not yet. No, there's no, there's no face that's tattoo. That, that's that's the one I was waiting for. The Tyson Saturday face edition. tattoo. That's from that's from Hangover. But as you can tell, Garrett, well, he Bart notices none of his teeth either. He ain't losing none of his teeth either. No, so it's good. Yeah, that's true. Bart notices every detail, so you definitely like have well, to always watch around him. I ain't noticed this one yet. How you ain't noticed this yet? Because you always that's, got long sleeves on, man. That is true. I can tell you, expired out there. Inspired out there. You know how about the, how about the game? G- give us your thoughts on what you expect from the Super Bowl from these two teams, and uh, you know, give us a little analysis, break it down for us. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think I think this is like one team that's, um, you know, like thoroughly the best team in the NFL, and then you know the other team has the best player in the NFL. Um. And and you know it's it can really go both ways. I think San Francisco. It, I think it'll be similar to the first game that they played, not first game, but the uh, the so last Super Bowl. Four years. Yeah, I feel like I feel like San Francisco will get out and you know get a little lead, and then it's going to be on. You know, Mahomes going to have to drop back every time. You know, in the second half, something like that, and and um, it's going to be on his shoulders like it usually is. You know, and I'm excited to excited to see. But uh, but yeah, man, we got a chance to play against the Chiefs. We didn't play against the 49ers. We watched a lot of their film, and throughout the whole season, man, they were, um, you know, one of the best teams in the league. Um, so yeah, this is. I mean, I feel like this is exactly how it's supposed to be. Um, and you know, I'm really excited to see how it all how it all plays out. We'll see if Brock Purdy can complete the pass that Jimmy G couldn't. When you talk about, mm. you know, we we have a different narrative about Patrick Mahomes if Jimmy G just threw the ball a yard shorter to Emmanuel Sanders who had beat his guy down deep. You know what I mean? So it's an interesting game, man. Uh, let's see if, if Purdy has his, you know, that co-calm um, heartbeat because at the end of the day, you know, Kyle Shanahan and the San Francisco 49ers has a lot more on the line than Kansas City. If Kansas City loses, then it's a disappointing season, but they won a Super Bowl a year before and a year before that. If not, we have to start asking ourselves, is Kyle Shanahan like Dan Reeves, a guy that gets to the Super Bowl but never wins one? He never won one. You know, uh, Elway won one with a different coach later, um, actually in Shanahan. But, you know, Dan Reeves was a guy who went to the Super Bowl like four times and lost with sometimes a better team. So it's a lot on the, on the line for San Francisco. Uh, let's see if that pressure builds up and if they can handle it. Yeah. Yeah. You rooting for anybody? You picking a team? You got one or no? You got two Ohio State guys. Uh, no, nah, yeah, I, I kind of just watch. I like, I like, uh, I got a lot of friends on San Francisco. I got some mm-hmm. friends on Kansas City too. I kind of just watch. I uh, just like watching the game, watching good football, seeing, uh, you know, seeing my dogs do what they do. What they do, man, it's fun to watch. So, 
right. To- well, again, it's 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 more about wanting to be there one day instead of obviously just watching as a spectator. So certainly don't blame you. We got to leave it there. Say hi to Devontae Adams, though, for us, okay? I know. Hey. I know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Garrett, thanks so much for everything, as always. We appreciate you all this season, and stay in touch, all right? I appreciate you, man. You know that. You know that. I'll make sure to reach out to you. Appreciate you, Garrett Wilson from the Jets don't at the no, Super don't Bowl. Get no Jaguar, don't get no Jaguar on your ass, man. <laughs> in Vegas now, but again, wants to be in the Super Bowl one day, but on the damn field, and that would be great. All right, we'll finish up with what Bart Scott can't wait to see. I imagine it's about the Super Bowl, but first, Bart has to tell us about Samsung. Yeah, man, now through President's Day only, visit Samsung Auto Mall for monumental deals. Uh, payments as low as one fifty nine a month, 0% down APR financing or no payments for 90 days. Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Kia, Mazda, Jeep, Ram, and more. Over 3,000 new and pre-owned vehicles available. Visit Sansong Auto Mall on Route 1 in Woodbridge, New Jersey. Call 1-800-SANSONG and go to sansongauto.com. On select models with approved credit through primary lender, terms and conditions apply. See dealer and complete. See dealer for more complete details. Offer ends February 29th. 2024. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. 
D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Oh, yeah, baby. It is Friday. We are getting ready for the Super Bowl this weekend. It's time to get paid. Mm. And you can come out to see the Michael K Show today. Today. At 3 o'clock, coming up just in moments at Platte Deutsch Park in Franklin Square, Long Island. Back on the island, the boys are. Special countdown to kick off broadcast to get you ready for the big game. Live music from one of the Tri-State's best cover bands, The Mystic. We're bringing the big game experience to you at Platte Deutsch Park. It's brought to you by Wise Snacks, Security Dodge, Resorts World, Catskills, Chili Willy, and Cool Carl's Ice, Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, and the new Tullamore Dew Honey. All right, Bart Scott, tell me what you can't wait to see. Most people think it's the game. Oh, it's the game. Not the game. I'm talking, talking about, about practice. practice. We talking about the halftime show, man. I'm ready for Usher to get his flowers, B. Sure, sure. You know what I'm saying? Listen, it was a long time coming. Now we got back-to-back hip-hop people that most people like. You know what I mean? He is Mr. Vegas right now. His You're all about the halftime show? It. Stop yes. it. I want to see if he's going to bring Lil John out. If he's going to bring no. out Luda. Scott, no way am I letting you get away with this. Give me a prediction of the final Luda. score. Luda. Give me a prediction of the final score right now. Pain. Well, okay, all right. Uh, Come on now. I, I think Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, super boring, wins again. Andy Reid goes down as the GOAT. And uh, Taylor Swift's going to have 55 different front page and back page pictures. Oh, down no, on she's one knee. No, she's going to – No, no, no. Pregnant. She ain't going to give him a – He got to sign a prenup. 24-17 Chiefs. Enjoy the game, everybody. K-Show next. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.